1: Welcome to the True Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. Beauty baddies, this week, it's a holiday week. We're coming up to the end of the year and we're just keeping it light. You know, it's been a wild year. 2023 has been everything. It's been, I've had a lot of highs, a lot of lows, but it's been such a transformative year for me. And I just can't wait for the future. I have so many incredible, things to do, incredible people to meet, and I'm just excited. I'm just really, really excited for my future and feeling really good about it and just feeling like I'm on my way to fulfill my destiny. It's kind of weird, but you guys are part of that, and it's so cool to be able to share all of this with you and to be able to grow with you, and I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for you guys. I'm not going to cry. I can feel my tears welling up, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I'm just thrilled um about my future. And I love you guys. I couldn't have been I couldn't have become the person that I am today without you, honestly. And it's funny because I feel like I know you <laughs> even though most of us have never met, but I really feel like I, you know, you're my homie, you're my beauty baddies, you're my friends, and I just love you guys. So thank you for being here with me throughout this crazy, exciting turbulent, transitionary year. And I cannot wait for 2024. So with that said, I had such a great time with Mitch last week or a couple of weeks ago. And he had such a great time with us that he wants wanted to come back. He was like, girl, I want to come back on the podcast. Anytime you want to have me, I'm down. And so I figured let's close out the week. Well, let's close out the year <laughs> with one of my favorite new friends and just chatting, just chopping it up and just uh, continuing our conversation from last time, but also just chatting. I just love talking with people. I love sharing and connecting and One of the reasons that I'm so grateful to Mitch is that he reminded me why I started this podcast. I started this podcast because I love connecting with people and it's what makes my heart sings and it's what has been missing from so many of this year's episodes is just having more people, having more people to share their experiences, to to experience each other, to see a new way of living. Like that's what I'm here for. That's what I love. That's what makes my heart sing. Yes, yeah, so I just wanted to have my new friend back on just to chop it up, just to kick it and talk about life and talk about love and talk about um, aging, of course, and share all of that with you guys. So it's a really light episode. I hope that you love it. And before I let you go, before I let Mitch come in, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, make a little reminder that, guys, if you value today's show, if you find any value in today's show, You could do me the biggest favor, give me the biggest Christmas gift, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. A five-star review is the easiest way for you to help to grow our audience and this community. And with that, enjoy my conversation with the incredible, lovely Mitch McCann.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com.
2: My name is Mitch McCann. Um, I am an artist, I am an entrepreneur, living in New York City, I am queer. I said all these things in the previous episode, but I'll recap, yeah. I'm awesome, I'm really fun, I'm young (laughs) at heart, which I think is great for this kind of conversation.
1: Before we started recording, Mitch and I were just talking about how this is fitting in with this series, the Intrinsic Aging series right now for the show. And really, this is because after this, Mitch, I'm going to record an episode actually on like lip care, aging lip care. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I love about being an esthetician is like I love the nerdy science of, of skin care and of beauty yeah. and all of the things that really it takes to truly transform your skin and ourselves and our bodies and to live optimally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really like to get into the nerdy things on my other episodes. But then I always say sort of like the reward for the beauty baddies of uh, listening to all the science stuff is that now we get to kind of like talk hot goss. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in this sense, it's that I love getting older I say it all the time, I sound like a broken record, but I think that especially as women, as queer people, we have so many more opportunities today than we ever had. And that just means that we can live a, a richer, fuller life. And so I want to share sort of our own personal experiences with, in, with aging. And so for you, that happens to be this incredible story of, of your finding yourself.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think I always kind of was afraid of aging. I always felt like I was supposed to be doing something that I'm not doing. And like in my relationship, I kind of, we had like a codependency. And I think I felt like I was always in the back of my mind being like, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're, you're supposed to graduate from art school and you're supposed to be successful by now and you're not doing it and you're not doing it. And like just kind of like beating myself up all the time. But um, I think I've mended all this and now I've become... Um, yeah, embracing the age and realizing that you're not supposed to do anything and like um, stop making that. I was just beating myself up being like, it's expectations. And um, now I'm like, even if you had these accolades, it doesn't bring you the inner peace that you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's what age kind of teaches you, like no matter what you'll keep trying things and then you'll hold the trophy in your hand or like you have the bar of your dreams like I do and I stand in front of it and I was like I still feel that aching hole inside I was like what is going on you know like mm-hmm. even when you get these things and I think that's what's also part of the yeah exact aging process is you learn that and you're like oh you're always living in the one day I'll be when you do that it's literally a losing game And I was doing it forever and I was resenting my relationships. It was tearing it apart because I was like underneath, like, Oh, I should be doing this thing and blah, blah, blah. And beating myself up. And he could see how, how unhappy I was. And you just have to realize that like things are going to come and go. You might try some stuff and it might work. It might, but it's always going to be in a different shape than you think. Um, And I think that's the wiseness that um, I'm collecting Um, Mm -hmm. and just to also be kind to myself now, moment to moment and stop that evil game of one day you'll be,
1: but I I think too, the thing that you and I are resonate the most on is sort of realizing like, what's your own personal, what does success look like to you? And I think Mm -hmm. that for you and I, it's, if it isn't monetary, if it isn't physical, then what is it? And it's been a really interesting journey through that. But I, but also, back to what you were saying about that it's, like, we always think that it's too late for things, right? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had this uh, Zoom orientation for school the other day, for grad school. And I was in this group with this, um, this gentleman who, like, already had a law degree, already had a master's degree, like, was gray-haired, you know, and, like, this other guy who... I didn't couldn't tell his age, but I knew that he wasn't like younger either. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I was thinking later, what was like, what was the thing, the variable that put us all three together? You know, because one guy was Asian and he was an international student. The other guy, like I said, was mm-hmm. in Minnesota and was like a lost person. And he was studying like taxation. Anyway, I came to the realization that we're all old. (laughs) And like that's what put us in the same category. And that I'm going back to grad school and I'm going back to where everybody around me for the most part is gonna be, at least in their early 20s. Like there's only gonna be so few of us that are in our late 30s or above. Yeah. And it's one is a shocker because one of the things I love about getting older right now is that I feel more like myself. And so because I feel more like myself my age sort of becomes irrelevant. And then I only realize my age when I'm around much younger people.
2: Yeah, I feel like now that I've come to these realizations, I'm just brave enough to be fully myself without like, yeah, having that expectation haunting me at all times. And this, like, I'm trying to project something to everybody. Um, It's inauthentic, you know? So I feel like you found your authenticity by understanding that that's a losing game. Huh. But you're surrounded by people that, you know, you're going to go be surrounded by a bunch of 20-year-olds or whatever. The truth is, some of them maybe have already done that, done that work. You know, and it's like age yeah. is like a – that's why I never I never like, okay, I've done all this healing work and I've all done – now that makes me a step over people because I. it happened to me at 41 where I had to face all these things and like, Hopefully kids are, you know, getting to mend themselves earlier and they've come to this realization. But I I know that I can learn a a profound lesson from any person at any age, even a toddler. If I was stuck on a desert island to the person who's 102, they're going to teach me something totally different about the way to view the world.
1: I love that, that you just said that, because I think that's something probably that you and I share, especially because I used to be a bartender, you're currently a bartender, Mm -hmm. and something that comes with that is just like constantly being forced with every type of personality that you can imagine, every type of person that you can imagine, nice people, not so nice people, and especially in New York City, right? And so because of that, you one start to realize like you can't take things personally the way that people treat you oftentimes has nothing to do with you Mm -hmm. but two exactly what you said that you can like every person is your teacher you can learn so much about the way that somebody else sees the world which is so interesting when you think about it right like yeah we all when we went through the pandemic i really felt this like we're all going through the same experience but we're all experiencing it very very differently Mm -hmm to some people didn't even exist. Very interesting. It's incredible. It's just something that's incredible, you know?
2: It's just a reframing of uh, the way you approach everything. And that's what I, you know, and it's, you know, I've gotten somewhat into, you know, spiritualism and and the Buddhist practice. I told you about this at the bar too, about the theory of emptiness. The brain likes to go into a place of saying, oh, this thing that I'm observing is coming at me with, uh, it's like, I'm with its own intention of making me feel a certain way and you feel like a victim in it. And like, literally what you're looking at is like, nothing has an inherent meaning. You're, you put that together, you write that script. So a lot of the beginning of, um, enlightenment kind of journey, uh, is understanding that it's up to you to write this story and, um, you've been doing it forever unconsciously and suffering or, you know, what Or living in delusion also, mm-hmm. which people do. So, you know, take responsibility. Now you have your hand on the magic wand, and that's also a responsibility too. So it's like, which way are you going to point it? And, like, are you going to point it too intensely on, like, Yourself and how great you are, and like you're just gonna then you're gonna get lost in your ego in that direction, or if you're gonna or self sabotage, you're gonna think too much this way. They say in in the, the Buddhist practice that the answer is always to wish well for somebody else, and that that's the way to free yourself. Um, and it gives you better, um, joy, it really does. Because it's like, oh, my brain's like, I'm not good enough, or I'm like too good, or I'm like, I'm thinking too much, yeah. Start thinking about somebody else. Like, literally, that's a way to free yourself from your fucking mind. Like, think about other people and how you can help them. And it's like, whoa. Oh, there's like, now there's more space. Mm-hmm. But and I do that. Um, and you're just talking about how, like, what's our mission in life? You're saying this earlier. You're like, kind of like, what's our, our goal? Or
1: It's so funny. It's really funny that you say that because and the reason that my eyes shot open is because I didn't say that. But I was thinking that today in the shower. <laughs> and like, and that's so funny that you say that because I remember um, getting emotional almost because I'm reading this book right now for grad school, like for before we even start. And um, a lot of it is on just being a conscious person in business, a conscious leader, mm-hmm. and what that means to be like a conscious and moral and ethical leader. Yeah. And you know to help you discover that, it's good to have a mission statement so that you never get too... Far strayed from like you know with corporate greed or what have you from like who you are at your core and so from that moment I've been thinking like, well what is my mission statement and it came to me in the shower today and I don't know if I'm gonna say it but I think that that's so awesome that that came like you read my mind literally and th- those words came out of your mouth that mm. I think you said <laughs> something about a mission statement so go ahead
2: I'm a filmmaker I'm a entrepreneur blah 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 but I, what I realized when I zoomed out like what is the through line here I was like I'm drawn to this, but, like... And I keep saying, like, oh, I'm I'm not quite doing... Th- I haven't found out what exactly it is. And I was like, no, you've been doing it the whole time. You just had to look at it. And I realized that it's all kind of the same thing, is that I love creating, like, an immersive environment or a space that liberates me while it liberates somebody else at the same time, which is what filmmaking is, which is what my art is, which is what the bar is. And I was like, oh. Now I just know what it is. I just... Yeah, it took me a while, and I was like, "Oh, that's liberating others while liberating myself, like in bed too." <laughs> you know, <what's> the same? <laughs> like, all that. Yeah, I was like, "Cool, I know now. Now I can like also now say yes and no to people, or when they come to me with projects or ideas. I, I reference that. It's is that going to help my goal moving forward? I say no. It's clear. It's it, it, that's why it's so important to like know yourself and what mm-hmm. you want. Also, it helps you know to create yeah to create boundaries like. That's mm-hmm. life is understanding, mm-hmm. drawing your boundaries. But to draw boundaries, you have to know what you want and take that responsibility to dig and to find out really what's the goal here for yourself, what gives you the most joy. That's the first part of the assignment.
1: First, I'm going to congratulate you because uh, I'm going to get a little bit emotional. But the other day, on Saturday, actually, I know it was Saturday because I got brunch, so I went to your bar, and I was sitting not in my usual seat because oh, someone else the, was there. The girl that you introduced me to was sitting there, mm-hmm. and in between she and I was this like really cool kind of goth like black girl. Great, and mm-hmm. we got we sort of just like got to talking, and I didn't walk away with either of their names, but we had such a great conversation about like. Everything because it turns out the girl next to me went to the new school and she has like five degrees from there and now she teaches there and I'm a new school kid. And at one point she was like, girl, you want to come talk to one of my classes? And I was just felt like I truly made two new friends whose girl names I don't even know. Badass girl one and badass girl two from Mitch's bar who I so resonated with and just immediately felt like a kindred spirit with and that 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 doesn't happen to me.
2: Yeah, but you were sitting in the sweet spot at the bar. I'm telling you, that's the sweet spot. It's where everyone gathers that are Yeah.
1: It's it's that you created this the and then the next day when I went, I met um the other gentleman whose name I do know because it was so delightful. Oh, <laughs> and again, I was just like, "Yo, here's another like really dope person, mm. but it's that you created that submersive." Uh, inclusive experience that people that are so dope want to go to and then like just meet other awesome people like that
2: that are open and (laughs) that's also what I've loved about my shifts which I'm about to go do in a second okay when I was in my crisis moment and I was bartending I literally like I just started I couldn't filter myself anymore because I was literally spiraling out so people are like how you doing And I was like well today I feel actually kind of insane my anxiety is kind of going up and um I don't know. It's like, i was just like totally honest with people as soon as they, and I couldn't help it, but be that way. And then literally I have never gotten more tips. I've never gotten more close with people. And I realized that's the answer. So now I've just adhered to that. So I think it's a beautiful place of being open. So I just, now I'm like fully open. I just like poor David who I'm dating now, the entire bar knows every little thing about my office, <laughs> our details and I let him know. You poor thing, but like everyone knows exactly moment to moment the steps in our relationship and where we've gone. They check in on me, they're like, How was the trip to San Francisco? <laughs> you know, like way too much. But I've learned that that's like the best way. And that's when I have the most fun at the bar. Cause I've been in service for a long time, but I feel like in service, you put on like a face and you're like, Hi, how are mm-hmm. you doing? Da-da-da. You know, like I now I've learned to like throw that away completely. And people, I just to honest, I just answer completely honestly with people. And then it gives them the chance to open up, and then I make like awesome friends or a new connection. And I think that maybe that's echoing out now.
0: <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. um, the other two partners are incredible too. Like, I mean, I have to give uh, you know credit to Danny and Olivia, who are the other two partners, and they're just like that. I mean, they're they're also kindred souls and and young spirits and creatives and just fun loving and about connection. And um, so I can't take all this credit.
1: Well, you guys did it. all, yeah. all three of you yeah. and the kitchen. I love everybody in the kitchen, all the people. They're great.
2: Yeah, we all like hug each other now. We're all close like with the kitchen people cuz it like feels like it's a separate entity, but we're like
1: it's cute. <laughs> Y'all, the holidays are here, which makes it the perfect timing for today's sponsor for OneSkin. We all know that with all of the holiday fun and festivities comes stress and harsh weather that can really take a toll on your skin. But thanks to OneSkin's disruptive approach that targets skin aging at the source, you can finish off 2023 with your skin at its healthiest. And that is all, that's what we all want. I was honestly just looking in the mirror thinking, girl... Your skin looks incredible and it's because I've been using my incredible mini bundle from One Skin. So what makes it the best, right? Their products are powered by a groundbreaking peptide, the S1, which is the first ingredient scientifically proven to prevent the accumulation of aged, also called senescent, also called zombie cells. They're the primary culprit behind skin aging. And the real magic The real magic in one's skin is that the S1 actually has been proven in the lab to reduce the biological age of skin by several years. I can't make this up. That means that it not only prevents, but it slows down skin aging, leaving you with healthier, more hydrated and glowing skin. I can attest to that. My skin is so hydrated right now. It's glowing. It's honestly never looked better. So one of the things that I love about OneSkin is I got this cute little gift in the mail, their mini bundle, and they just launched it. It includes the face and eye topical supplement, it includes a body lotion. Y'all, I have been saying, you know, what about the skin on the rest of our bodies? We cannot have our face and neck looking fly and the rest of our body crepey, dry, dehydrated. I want all the things for my entire skin, my entire body. And that's why I love the body supplement. Along with the body lotion, there's also the cleanser that comes in the mini kit. And like I said, it all comes in this really cute travel bag. It's black, it's neoprene, and I love that because obviously this bag is coming in the bathroom with us. And that means that it's not gonna get like wet and soggy. So it's super cute. I love when people think about the products that they're making, and I love this product, y'all. So if you're traveling this winter, One Skin is your mini skincare essentials covered. And if you're gifting this holiday season, the mini bundles are the perfect stocking stuffer. I already told you how much I love the mini bundles. I really love their under eye cream. I love that their products are scent free. They're super light and hydrating and they're helping to impair my skin's barrier. You know that we all need to repair our skin's barrier as we age because unfortunately, time is just making it more and more impaired. It's also super hydrating you know we're in that time of year, if you live in New York City, where the dry radiator heat is coming up, or even worse, if you have central air, you know that those heaters just blow hot air on your skin. Sometimes my contacts just pop right out of my eyes because everything is so dry. And so I've been doubling up using the One Skin topical supplement along with my moisturizer multiple times throughout the night, multiple times throughout the day. And I just can see the difference in my skin. I'm not even lying. I was just looking in the mirror after I gave myself a facial three days ago, and I use all of One Skin products. And your girl is glowing. I feel. So hydrated, I feel beautiful. I can't recommend these products enough. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. OneSkin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root cause of skin aging so it feels and appears younger. Y'all, it's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. New customers get 15% off with the code TRUEBEAUTY at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code TRUEBEAUTY. The new year is approaching 2024. Here we come. And now is the best time to invest in your skin. Age healthy with One Skin. Last time we, when we left, You shared with us, like, your incredible story with your partner, your ex-partner, Danny, and his recovery and opening up your relationship, which in turn opened up yourself. And then after that, you and I just kept talking at the bar and we were like, well, we should do another episode. Like, let's do a little sort of, like, catch up.
2: And as a part of, you know, healing from, you know, relationship stuff and the heart and coming back into yourself, mending, getting your self-worth back and then letting the grief pass and then guess what comes after that new love <laughs> fuck uh-oh <laughs> it's kind of crazy cuz i'm 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 a, I'm a dater like i'm a serial dater i want to i'll date all day uh, since we opened up with the relationship like i was like oh my god this is my favorite thing so i was like dating constantly having a boyfriend obviously still had my husband at the moment but then after the whole incident everything ended I still dated the entire time, you know, I'm on a healing journey, so I would just be very transparent. So I was like, I can't really offer much, but you know, I love comfort and like, I'm very social. So I'll still like, just give them a heads up. Like, Hey, I probably can't offer like a big relationship right now. Or, you know, like I'm just being Mm -hmm. real, but I do want to go out and I do want to like get cozy, whatever, share food, you know, I, I just, it feeds my soul. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love that so many people were like, yeah, I'm totally down. They're like, I get it. I just want, I just want to give you some love. And I was like, wow, this is fucking beautiful. Like how how, humanity is awesome. (laughs) Um, I was like, (laughs) and I literally had so many people that are like, sure. I just like come over and, you know, get to it. And like, cause I just want to come give you some love and you're, especially cause you're being so honest too. people. are Like that's hot too. So Mm -hmm. I love knowing that too. That helps me going into, into new relationships too. It's like, even if this comes out, I know that I have like <laughs> the world ready to like help me mend and guide me on my next journey.
1: You know what's what's interesting? I think that you're right. I think that also it's something that I'm kind of finding s- happily surprising also because I've been on my own healing journey. But part of that has been uh, recognizing my emotions because I'm just I'm a very I'm a highly sensitive person. Yeah. And so it's been really nice to be able to. Like have an emotion, have an emotion and explain it to somebody mm-hmm. and have them be able to like, just have like a, a civilized conversation about like how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, be like, you know what, it's possible that I'm just feeling insecure. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah, maybe you are. And that's all right. Like, let's move forward. Yeah. Whereas when I was younger, oh, my God, that would have been a two week fight. Yeah, about yeah. something that had like no that didn't even matter, and it was just like an, an emotion that came and went, you know.
2: You got to choose the people, yeah, wisely though, that give you that space to to be that way. Anyway, so I am getting to this person that I'm dating right now, um, David, who I mentioned, and what's funny, yeah, so I was getting to this point because I had been seeing him. I during this healing journey in the middle of this last summer, um, I was still like pretty in like a, not crazy, crazy dark, like like the winter was, but I was like still not there yet. But he was like, that's cool. We can just hang out. He's, yeah, Polly. He's married. Um, So I was like, oh, it's not a big deal to me. I'm just hanging out anyway. So this is fun. And we just kept going on dates. And then he kept showing up in little ways. Like he kept being like, oh, I, oh, it's your birthday. I'll come and I'll help you like set up the little party. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. You're extending yourself. And then he's like, oh yeah, of course. If you need anything, you know, that's what I'm here for. And he's just like so sweet. And um I was like, oh, that's Awesome. And then I like, I got sick, like my, um, I have sciatica. So my back went out and it happens like once or twice a year. And I was like, oh fuck. And then he came over, took care of me, he watched me crawl on the ground and does not judge at all. And I could just see that he was like really like liking me for what I just am in my raw form. Six months go by and we just been casual, blah, blah, blah. I just went to grab my phone. It was while I was at the bar, I was standing behind the bar. And I just had this impulse to, to text him and I go to grab my phone and I just feel like in my chest, literally, like, crack open. It literally, like, pulled me forward. And I I was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, oh, my God. My whole body was shaking. I was like, Whew. it is in my stomach. It went through. And I was like, oh, fuck. Whoa. <laughs> this is a dr- That is crazy. And I was like, oh, my God. That was my heart. Wow, she still works. She still <laughs> works. Like in Clueless, when she's like, oh, and then like the fountain.
1: <laughs> I love Josh.
0: So,
2: yeah, exactly. It all adds up in your mind. And, and it really like happened in that one specific moment. And I was like, oh, woo, here we go. But I think that was awesome because it was also, yeah, it was to do a lot with all the caretaking, all the little bits of love. and But it was also because I had been constantly doing all this work on myself. I don't think the heart would have opened. So that's incredible, but also scary. <laughs> here we go again let's go it is insane but it's worth it and he's been so patient with me and then you know i was like oh god is it things gonna change because i was like oh now like now i'm getting worried because like i have all these new feelings are running through my body i'm like like, chemicals just like and i was like i forgot about all this stuff i'm like like fucking like 12 year old school (laughs) girl again and i was like i just want to stare in your eyes like literally like it was just getting you know crazy and i was like But it's weird to have that happen after like six months. Um, But I think that that's actually kind of a sign of a more mature kind of love instead of it being like after two weeks of, uh. Mm -hmm. so, and I'm like reading every book to make sure I'm doing it right. Because of
0: course, (laughs) he's there.
2: (laughs) Because I don't want to fuck it up and I'm so sorry. And I'm like, uh, just so self conscious. So it's like, um. but he's like, it's all good. I'm right here. He's just being that same person who was like showing up on my birthday and he's just waiting for me to chill out. I'm like, is this okay? Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. He's like, yeah. I'll I'll get really excited when you calm down because <laughs> he's like, nice. isn't that so sweet, though? I fucking love it. Also, what came with it, though, you do all these fucking reading of books. You meditate every day. You face all your demons. You go into your traumas. You mend, you mend, you mend. You read, you know, you're like, I am a fucking fortress of a mind. I literally am enlightened. I can take on anything. And then you fall in love. And your fucking insecurities are like right there. <laughs> All of a sudden, like, I was like, oh my God, I started to get territorial, like immediately. Like I was like, oh God. Cause he'd be like, oh, these are, I'm gonna introduce you to a couple more friends. And I'm like, are these people you hooked up with? I was like, I don't know if I want to meet them. You know, like, I'm like, oh no, now I'm really affected. And it's such a double standard. Like literally like I'm like, hey David, these are all my friends that I fuck also, you know, but like, but I don't want to meet yours because I can't handle it. I was like, David, I'm so sorry. My insecurities, and I have, I, I I can see what I look like. So I was like, I'm gonna. This is my deal. Um, Something's happening. Uh, My insecurities have shown up now, and I'm gonna go take care of it. It's not your fault. Just wait right here. I'll be right back. I'm just gonna keep (laughs) reading and meditating. You know, it's like, and I just know not to blame him. Mm. Um, I think that's the big thing. Is like, I'm. This is not your. This is my. This is my experience to the, to take care of what we were talking about earlier. You know, you're the writer Mm -hmm. of your story of the script of what's happening. So -hmm. I was like, I have to take responsibility for it. I was like totally making him out to be even like, uh, almost demonically trying to hurt me because he was like, Oh, flirting too much with this person. And I'm like, no, Mitch, stop. That is not what's happening. You have to like talk to the little kid version of yourself. Mm -hmm. um, That's scared. It's always that. fucking that's what steers the fucking gears of the ego
0: it's like Mm -hmm. a little
2: scared kid and i have to be like hey thank you for showing up to try to protect me but this is not the time like this is just love like breathe and then you're good and then if something's bothering you you know breathe and then maybe involve yourself like go flirt with them too like Mm. (laughs) you know i've learned how to um and he's 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 so experienced with polyamory that he's like Hey, I, I have jealousy too, man. And he's like, I do too. I just know how to talk myself down for a second. And then I fetishize it. Like, he's like, that's really kind of what I do. Uh, so he's, he's helping me kind of like navigate this because I'm new with, um, this is the first time I've fallen in love while open mm-hmm. and within polyamory. So this is very new for me to start out this way. And so many gay people eventually become open, but a lot of people don't want to start that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can see why, but we had already started six months ago and with him with a husband and I'm very comfortable around his husband. His husband doesn't bother me like at all. We actually cuddle too. We've messed around. We've gone to parties together and I don't feel threatened at all. It's just random people or like someone on the peripheral or like, a random friend he's like oh sometimes we hook up and i'm like is that gonna happen tonight after i leave or something you know like i, I i'm like it's it's toxic i've set my boundaries though and i'm like hey and that's what's good is that he's giving me the training wheels space um because i'll just be like okay i have some boundaries and they're probably not gonna be forever but that's the way everything is so i say make boundaries but also make your boundaries you know a little flexible like know that they're. They're going to change because you're you're a changing being. So that's mm. what's also a great advice if you're going to jump into polyamory. Always draw out the boundaries because your feelings are always valid. And trust yourself. When something feels wrong, you should maybe, you know, acknowledge it. Say something to yourself and be like, is this a new boundary I need to make? <clears throat>
1: mm-hmm.
2: My new boundaries are like, it's okay if you mess with other people because I do it too. But I just like, I don't want to find out while I'm hanging out in that space while I'm sharing space. I I would rather just know ahead of time and then I can choose whether I want to go share space with that person. That's a boundary for me right now. It'll probably change because that's the way it was with Danny and I later, you know, after we were comfortable because I was like, we're still building, you know, so that's all Mm. all valid. Um, Totally. And we all have jealousy. We all have insecurity. And so does he. So you're just going to navigate it by, you know, vocalizing these things and knowing that after time, a lot of the stuff disappears and you're actually like, wow. Because you are flexible in this way, you inherit some amazing experiences of love and connection. It's way worth the work. And that's what I'm trying to invest in. And I see him doing it so easily. And he's like this like cute dork who just loves his puppies. He's literally the most like non threatening person of all time he's literally just this like sweet dork that he's like oh but I'm just like naturally
1: polyamorous
2: (laughs) but he's just like this sweet dork who's like just loves honestly with no filter and literally like when I hesitate he's like oh he's kind of I can see the confusion in his eyes he's like why would you hesitate this is like love and I'm like whoa I want that I want that ability that you have like I'm so that's why I'm like so attracted to him um, also I think this is why I'm drawn to this relationship. It's why my heart opened It's because the universe is telling me to go this direction. I feel like that's actually kind of what love is that, mm. that that I'm thinking about it. When I felt that openness, that pull it pulled me forward. I think it's because the universe was like, you you're supposed to learn something here. You're supposed to be, and you're supposed to be able to listen to that. And I think that's what he talks about with polyamory too, is that the practice of it is that understanding that your heart is always open and to make relationships with your heart always open and it's allowed, you know, it's not, we're not trying to cage each other. And that's why he's like, I just don't want to be controlled. I don't want to be, you know, and it that is the way it probably should. That's the way it honestly is. But people in other relationships want to dress it up in a way where that's not happening, but that's not the truth. Like your heart is actually always opening and you never know what's going to come at you. So putting a ring on it does not change that this a being a human being that, is going to transform and not maybe be the perfect thing for you at all times. So this, but this allows you to be present with your relationships Mm. instead of being like, when you're just tacking things on so that you have a forever quote unquote, it's literally like dying. It's like Mm -hmm. asking yourself to, because you're afraid of life.
1: Well, certainly when you're with the wrong person. Yeah. (laughs) And certainly like when you overstay because, like, what you're what you're describing is, like, I don't want to project onto you. Sure. But I'll tell you what I felt when you were <laughs> describing that was, like, how it feels to feel alone in a relationship. Mm. Like, feeling alone in a relationship is the – I'm getting, like, emotional just saying it. It's mm. the most – it's the loneliest experience because mm. it's, like, you just feel like somebody's here with you, but they don't even care that you're there. Uh. Which is different than, like – when you're with the right person or maybe the way it even used to be, you know, or or what have you, I think it's, it's a lot of like the life cycle of a relationship. sort of.
2: Well, also the, and they take forms and they can, it can have, it's going to have ups and downs and they are, of course they are. So it's just like, is this the kind of person that can continually show up and try to do the work and, and someone you can approach when you notice that there's a change, that's the kind of people you should invest in. Mm -hmm. And that's what I learned also. Like I've been dating other people, but I didn't, fall like in love until except for with David. And I realized why I got so close with him was because I had gotten jealous about one little thing or whatever. And then it made me kind of fucked up and blah, blah, blah. And then like, he, you know, he made a mistake and he's owned up to it and I'm forgiving him. I have forgiven him, but I'm still healing. But it's like, because we did that and we went through it and the way he showed up and the way we, you have to go through shit. Yeah. And it brought us closer. And then I was like, that's why it opened. Is because mm. we went through stuff, and I liked the way that he showed up when it got tough. I love that, and that's what real—that's the more intense connections. Not that you should get into a toxic cycle of like you abuse me, then we make up, and then we whatever. And no, they're like, not that.
1: No, how you get through shit.
2: Life is going to happen, and sh- mm. people are going to make mistakes. That is an opportunity, though, to like get closer. You just got to find people that all can do the work, or ha- and have like their. Self worth in line, yeah, um, to be able to stand up to the plate um, about their worth and.
1: Mitch, I feel like that's such a great way to like end this episode. It's so beautiful.
2: I wish this for everyone, and it literally like, it's worth the work. It's literally the most powerful feeling, and I, I can I can meditate while I was feeling all those chemicals moving through. I realized that that that's that's my heart opening. It
0: mm-hmm. was my
2: choice. It was my work, and I lay there uh, and I would meditate while feeling it. And I'm not even thinking about David, but it's open. I can feel it pulsing through me. And I had that moment of like, this is self-love. This is me. This is my heart. And it, it, I can see the color in my room. I just open my eyes and the color of my room is just vibrating, like so intense. And like, I was like, I'm with God. This is it. It comes from, it comes from within.
1: Um, Mitch, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, You're so you. great.
2: Oh, I have so much fun with you. We are kindred souls.
1: We really are. Yeah. Will you tell the beauty baddies how they can find out more about you? Anything, any place on the interwebs that you want to share?
2: Yeah, sure. I am um, on Instagram. Um, it's Kid A Colors, K I D A Colors, C O L O R S. Like Kid A, like the album. Um, I am a musician, and you can follow my band too. I just now have an Instagram for it. Um, it's called Oh Please, Oh Please, Oh Haunt Me with an exclamation. <laughs> oh, But it's uh, but it's just, uh, there's no explanation in the Instagram. So it's just, oh, please, oh, please, oh, haunt me. But you can find it. Uh, there's a link on it on my regular profile. But um, I'm about to release this album. I'm really excited.
1: Oh, I'm excited, too. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. And
2: then come see me at All Night Skate. It's at 54 Rockaway Avenue. And the Instagram is just All Night Skate.
1: Best Bar in Brooklyn. Dang. Thank you, Mitch. Yeah. Thank you for having me. You're the best. All right, baddies. I hope you loved that. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. I hope that you have such a safe and wonderful holiday. I hope that 2023 was all the things for you that it was for me. And that's it, y'all. You can DM or email your listener letters, your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at the True Beauty Podcast or truebeautypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow my personal Instagram. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. And that's all, y'all. I'll see you in a couple of weeks.